boys and girls, welcome back to the Paranormal Rabbit Hole. I am your host, Hunter, and we are here to discuss the paranormal. We're here to dive down into the paranormal, uh, and we are actually re-recording because something happened during our previous recording session. Um, I don't know what it was, but it was stupid. Um, so anyways, uh, just to get through everything very quickly here, I want to knock this out. You want me to knock this out. It's that stupid freaking preamble I have to do every single time. So, are you ready? Because I'm ready. I've got my booze. Can is open. I already wasted the pop on the previous recording. So, guess what, guys? You don't get to go in on that. But as I said before, don't drink and drive. That's the rules. And now to this preamble. Here we go. Go on to Instagram and type into that search bar, the Paranormal Rabbit Hole Podcast. All one word, no spaces whatsoever. Just type that in. Follow us there. You can see po- uh, posts about, I can talk, I swear to God, I can. Posts about the show, get it together, Hunter, you got this. And also, uh, we're going to start stepping it up and getting little fun facts out there for you guys every now and then, and just kind of doing little videos and fun stuff like that. So go there, follow us there, and also, go ahead and scroll down to the bottom of the screen here, because guess what, I'm going to do this stupid part of the freaking preamble. I'm going to go ahead and knock this out, so why don't you go ahead and pour yourself a bottle of wine while you're listening to this in your headphones. Scroll to the bottom of the screen. Go ahead, and if you're on Apple, rate us a five-star, and then give us a review, if you will. People love the reviews, and also Apple loves that five-star more than they love anything because if you give us a four-star, they go, what did you do wrong? And we're like, I don't know. Four is pretty good out of five, right? I would think so, but they don't care about that. They all want five. And then Spotify cannot get a review board. Neither can Amazon, but you guys need to work on it. You're good enough. Come on, dang it. But go ahead and give us a five stars on those or anything you listen to us on. It helps us move up the charts, helps us do fun things out in public so that we can interact with you lovely people, you lovely swamp creatures. Because that's what we're going to be talking about today is a swamp creature, a fun swamp creature. It's it's exciting. And I'm through this preamble now. So guess what? We get to have fun and talk about paranormal stuff. Um, so the lizard man, escape or swamp. Uh, this thing is wicked. It is a wild amalgamation of anthropomorphic lizard, which is human and lizard mixed into some kind of human-esque lizard creature like the lizard on Spider-Man. There you go. Boom. There's your seat tied in. You're good. You're set. You've got your tie in. You know what this thing's probably going to look like. Might or may not have a tail, but so to get, to get it pushed through, uh, the Lizard Man was sur- first seen in the 1980s in Bishopville, South Carolina. Um, the creature had a lot of sightings and did a lot of damage, apparently. Uh, and newspaper and radio were 100% into it. They were full on buying the soup, uh, enjoying it, and seeing what else they could get from it. As, as most people do. Uh, and it seems like the 1950s to the 1980s, monsters sightings always yielded people coming into town and monster hunting. Uh, it kind of faded out in the 70s and 80s, really. But in the 1940s, 1950s, 1960s, it was a lot. It was a big event to be like, oh, they found a monster over in that place. Let's go real quick, see if we can't find it. Every, I mean, and that's, of course, because everybody wants an adventure. You know, everybody wants an adventure. Everybody wants to be the hero that finds the monster. So, anyways, uh, 
it, it got a lot of publicity, needless to say. And a lot of theories have been presented uh, as to the identity of the Lizard Man, of what it may be, what it could possibly be. So I'm going to stop right there with what it could be and also bring up the fact that there are other cryptids. Uh, I think there's one that's almost like a Sasquatch like it. I don't know. I do not know if it's the Skunk Ape. I think there's something else that's kind of similar to it. Um, I I can't remember it right now. And it it does. It, it kills me because I'm like, ah, oh, dude, I remember this creature. I remember what it looked like. And it was almost like it was a, it was in Florida, I think kind of close to the skunk ape and it was a lizard like creature, but it looked like a Bigfoot style. Um, now we all know of course that there's bat squatch and all these different squatches. We could go down that list forever. Uh, we will cover those in due time and we'll cover, cover every cryptid in due time. I promise you, promise you. But what I would like to do right now is kind of say this one in particular kind of ties in because I feel like they kind of have that same vibe of scaly hands and stuff like that. But one is a, a Bigfoot style and this is a lizard. Um, so to get straight to it, they think that it could be possibly like a, a, a dinosaur, like a living dinosaur or an offshoot of a dinosaur that evolved or an offshoot of a lizard that evolved and is continued, continued to evolve on the long, the lines of the same thing. Like, humans did from primates to human uh if you believe in evolution or if you believe in creation whatever you believe in that's your thing go for it i'm not here to dispute nor deny nor back up nor whatever that is for other people to decide i have my beliefs and i want everyone to have theirs and be happy with that um there's a lot too many people getting into other people's business let's back out of each other's businesses guys that's it's easy it's an easy rule to follow um but of course, like the living dinosaur or an offshoot of dinosaurs or reptiles that evolved along the same lines as primates going into a humanoid state could be a possibility. Uh, it, it, it was probably one of the oldest legends to come from that area because uh, it was 1929, the Creek Indians. Uh, so they were they were basically the largest confederacy formed of native americans from alabama georgia and south carolina uh and and their name came from the english on the account of the numerous streams in their country uh now according to myths uh this is by uh john reed from tales of the south eastern indians uh no a taste for the name but you got to remember this was written in 1929 uh you can't hold people from than by today's standards because they're dead and they didn't know any better. Um, it's kind of stupid to do that anyways. But several Indians were out together and formed a hunting camp. A hunter came back one evening and said, I have found a big bear tree. I don't know what a big bear tree is, but that may be bad. Uh, he told the rest of the hunters and they said to one another, tomorrow morning we will set out, build a fire and smoke the she bear out so that we can see her. So it's probably a bear that sleeps in a tree. Uh, they slept and the next day started off and came to the place when they got to where the big tree stood. It looked as if something lived there. And they said to one another, a bear surely lives here. So they started a fire under it 
and smoke filled up the hollow inside, and soon a big lizard came out. Uh, The people saw it and ran away. The big lizard jumped down, gave chase, and as it ran along, it ran until it caught one of them and came back with him. It came back to the big tree, threw him down into it, and then chased another and did the same to each in turn. Overtook, caught, brought him back until only one was left. Uh, It chased him after it had gone a long distance, overtook him and brought him back. And when it was coming through a place where the trees were thick, a panther was lying asleep. Okay. (laughs) Uh, When the big lizard got there, With the man, the panther awoke and jumped upon it. The lizard let the man go and jumped upon the panther in turn, and they began to fight. The man saw this opportunity said, I'm getting the hell out of here. Um, And of the people who had gone far away from their homes to hunt, only one returned and told his people how the big lizard had killed all of the others. Um, So (laughs) if that's a true story, one of two things has happened here. Or one of three things, I should say. One, a giant lizard creature did, in fact, kill his friends. Two, a bear killed all of his friends. Uh, And it had mange, and they thought it was some kind of lizard creature. Or three, this guy killed every single one of his friends and then went back home and said a giant lizard creature killed his friends. Uh, They're going to believe it because Native Americans had a deep tie to the to nature, to earth, to spirits. They had a lot of beliefs that they had deep ties to. So, um, and also people will believe certain things. I mean, we have some cryptids that are legend that may or may not be real because they're just kind of not really possible (laughs) period. Uh, but we don't know that we don't know really. So to move on the first modern sighting, of this creepy cryptid who lives out in the swamps, uh, came at a very chilly time yet again. Fall, 1987, George Holloman Jr. Uh, and also uh, his friend Christopher Davis uh, made sightings. Well, not friend, but they knew of each other. So Davis said that he encountered the creature while driving home from work at 2 a.m. on June 29th, 1988, according to his uh, account. Oh, they didn't know each other. I'm sorry. They didn't know each other. I need to slow down and read a little better, folks. Uh, The men did not know of each other. And I'm just like, they knew of each other. Yep, they sure did. Oh, no, wait, I read that wrong. Uh, But Davis said that, according to his account, he stopped on the road uh, boarding scape or swamp, uh, bordering, you know, which means outlying scape or swamp, in order to change a tire which had blown out. When he was finishing up, he reported having heard a thumping noise from behind him. Now, having turned around, he saw the creature running towards him. Davis said the creature tried to grab at the car and then jumped on its roof as he tried to escape. Clinging onto it as Davis swerved from side to side in an effort to throw it off. Dang. <laughs> so, after he returned home, 
His rear or his side view mirror was ripped off. Scratch marks were on the roof of the car. Uh, there was no other real physical evidence, like no blood, no claws, no teeth, nothing like that. Uh, but he said, I looked back and saw something running across the field towards me. It was about 25 yards, 25 yards away, and I saw red glowing eyes. I ran into the car, and as I locked it, the thing grabbed the door handle. I could see from the neck down three big fingers, long black nails, green rough skin, and it was strong and angry. I looked in my mirror and saw a blur of green running. I could see his toes. And then he jumped on the roof of my car. I thought I heard a grunt and I could see his fingers through the front windshield and they were curled around the roof. I sped up and swerved to shake him off. In the month that followed the sighting, there were several further reports of a large lizard-like creature and a lot of unusual bite marks and scratches found on cars parked close to the swamp. Most of these are said to have occurred within a three-mile radius of the swamp in Bishopville. Um, and at the time, local law enforcement official, officials reacted to reports of the lizard man with mixture of concern and a little bit of that sweet, sweet skepticism uh, that we all have. So uh, stating that a sufficient number of sightings had been made by apparently reliable people for them to believe that something tangible was being seen, but also that it was more likely to be a bear than a lizard man. So uh, two weeks after the Davis sighting, the sheriff's department made several plaster casts of what appeared to be a three-toed footprint measuring some 14 inches in length. Uh, it's 36 centimeters. But decided against sending them to the FBI for further analysis. analysis. I, can't, I can't read. I can't read. <laughs> after biologists advised them that they were unclassifiable, according to South Carolina Marine Resource Department spokesperson Johnny Evans, the tracks neither matched nor could be mistaken for the footprints of any recorded animal. Evans also dismissed the possibility that they could have been made by some mutated creature. Uh, now, of course, the sightings did attract tourists interested in seeing the creature and hunters interested in capturing it. Boom, thank you very much. Like I said, from the 1950s to the 1980s, always attracting monster hunters. Um, now, of course, there was a radio station offering a million-dollar reward for anybody who could capture the creature alive. Had to be alive. Uh, as reports of the creature began to decline by the end of summer, uh, with the last credible one being reported in July. Now, on August 5th, Kenneth Orrin Airman stationed at Shaw Air Force Base filed a report with the police saying that he had encountered the lizard man on Highway 15 and that he had shot and wounded the creature. Uh, he was saying uh, that he had prevented several scales and a small quantity of blood as evidence. And then he recanted his account two days later when he was arraigned for unlawfully carrying a pistol, uh, the misdemeanor offense for filing a false police report, according to, or, Oh, he got a He, and he got an offense for false, uh, falsely falsifying a report. So he was carrying a pistol and then, got arrested, wasn't supposed to be carrying a pistol, told the cops I was carrying it to hunt the lizard man, <laughs> and then thoroughly got busted. So that's, that's, <laughs> so uh, one other sighting that was uh, 
I wanted to bring up was from a man in uh, South Carolina, Lee County, um, just to kind of give you an idea of what's going on. So Jim Wilson, this is in uh, 2015, Jim Wilson said he was traveling toward Camden, South Carolina uh, when something came out of the woods and ran aco- across Scape or Bridge. As any good South Carolinian who potentially spots Lizard Man would do, Wilson got out of his car and began taking pictures. It was a small dark figure and had a tail and appeared to have scales. Wilson said it was almost like an alligator with a short nose and long legs. Wilson said the creature heard him and turned toward him just as he snapped the last photograph. It then moved quickly into the water and Wilson returned to his vehicle and looked back one more time only to see the creature crossing the swamp. Uh, My friend told me it It's probably a pet monitor lizard, but my girlfriend thinks it's the lizard man. Wilson wasn't the only one who allegedly spotted the scaly, seven-foot-tall, red-eyed creature. A woman who identified herself only as Sarah reported spotting lizard man while attending church with a friend in Bishopville. Uh, About 10 miles from north of Scapor Swamp, we saw the lizard man come out of the woods, run alongside the tree line, uh, and my hand to God, I'm not making this up. So a lot of people say that this was just some kind of elaborate hoax. I mean, there's still reports of people that were coming out to their cars in the 90s and finding teeth marks in it. I remember that report being on the news everywhere um, when it happened. And then another one happened where it bit a, a minivan. It looked like something just chomped down on it. It was just trying to mash it down. But, uh, a spokesperson for the Department of Natural Resources has said that reports are still being filed to this day of people seeing Lizard Man. He thinks that it's probably a bear, a large dog, or maybe some kind of mountain lion, uh, but it is not a Lizard Man. Now, it's so obvious that that guy is a bummer, uh, and he doesn't get it. <laughs> no, uh, but there, to not not to be denied, uh, I, I will bring out an opposing opposing view. Uh, so Ben Radford uh, is an investigator that says he uh, he doesn't believe Chris Davis's story. It just doesn't hold up. Over mon- weeks and months of repeated tellings, the details changed many times from having scales, the creature being packed with mud, how far away Davis was from the creature when he first saw it if it attacked the car or not. And so that was seen as kind of being a hoax. Um, it, it, it's kind of, a, a, you know, like, a well, if you did all that, you have to get back in the car. And if the creature is that fast that it caught up with the car when you took off, and jumped on the hood, then that's pretty impressive. Like, we need to be very, very, very worried about this thing. Uh, Now, Davis did recant his story, uh, saying that it was uh, a publicity stunt, uh, but then took it back. Honestly, with this Lizard Man Escape or Swamp, it could have been a bear. Uh, it could have been something, mean, but you have to think with these unusual times and these unusual days, we have some strange things going on. Who's to say that somewhere down the line, 
somewhere we did not have an offshoot of reptilian creature that created this anthropomorphic giant lizard man. Um, we honestly, we don't know how this thing would, would act or move. It's a very strange concept to us to think of, of human like reptiles that could walk and talk and think, or even just be like human shaped reptiles and still have reptilian, you know, thought processes, which would be eat, kill, make little baby reptiles and poop and pee, you know, shit and pee, piss and shit, make baby reptiles and eat and sleep. That's all. Um, now uh, there are a lot of people who do buy monitor lizards and release them into the wild when they can't handle them anymore. That's become a big thing in the swamps and you will see them on people's houses in ten well, not in Tennessee, but in like Florida, Louisiana and uh, these swampy areas because they do thrive in those areas and it's becoming a problem just like boa constrictors were a problem. You know, people released their pythons and boa constrictors into the Everglades and now it's an overpopulation problem. So this creature might have already been there or it could have been introduced later on or reintroduced maybe. Who's to say that some cave didn't open up and this creature walk out and reintroduce itself into a new biodiverse ecosystem of South Carolina that has not only deer and all these different creatures that he can chow down on that are probably pretty abundant, but also humans, a new food. Yay. I don't know if that's good. I, I'm going to say no. Um, but it, it could be, it could be an offshoot. It could be something that was living underground. It could be these, saurian alien monsters you know i mean and that's kind of weird for me to think of a a a a saurian creature that lives underneath the earth but some people can go hey you know what the earth is flat so we'll talk about that later um and people do people we all have these crazy things that we believe in what if sometimes these crazy things that we believe aren't so crazy um hollow earth what if that's not so crazy uh Lizard people, what if that's not so crazy? Saurian people, you know, all that. It's a huge possibility. The world is infinite and endless, realistically. We could live forever or we could live such short, fragile, you know, existences. But that doesn't mean that wild things can't still happen. Monsters can't be real. Uh, And with the lizard, man, I feel like I'm going to be honest. With the lizard man, I feel like that one is this one is probably fictitious. This was probably made up, maybe an excuse to a wife of why that person took so long to get back. I don't know. I'm not one to judge on any of that stuff. That's not my place for anything. Uh, but I, I mean, you know, what if? What if it's made up? What if it's just some guy saying, "Hey, I was late because the lizard man attacked me," and that's the truth lady. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a possibility, but also there's just not enough real, real credible, tangible sightings. Nobody has any real good, credible, tangible evidence. Nobody can agree on what the creature realistically looks like. And I think this was the creature that I was thinking of that maybe Bigfoot style. And it's just got reptilian skin, um, which could be mange or something like that, or a skin disease possible, very possible that it could be a Sasquatch with skin disease. 
and mange. Or it's possible that it could be a, a lizard. You know, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I mean, in my head, I see this creature and I go, I don't know if I believe in this one because it's kind of an odd, bizarre shift for that kind of ecosystem in that area to have that kind of a creature there. A large reptilian creature, you'd think it would probably be in a warmer area where it would have an, a lot. But at the same time, these monitors that are doing great, these alligators and crocodiles are doing great. They seem to have zero problem surviving in the in the heat or the cold. I mean, they love the heat, but they, the cold, not so much. It kind of puts them into a hibernation, which is why, like I said, at the top of the show with alligators, they can stick their nose up through the ice and keep their nose above the ice and hibernate that way and survive. And that's insane to me. And what's funny is that they're moving into East Tennessee. So now it's like, oh, well, shit. <laughs> but anyways, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I believe in this one. This one's kind of a, it's too small of a fish in a big pond of cryptids. There's so many other things. There's so many other places in North and South Carolina that are haunted and strange. Like uh, the in North Carolina, there's, and, and also it's, actually in North and South Carolina, all these different areas of these mountain areas, there are legends of these, you know, uh, moon people or moon children or children of the forest or, or something like that. And, and, and in the Cherokee national forest in North Carolina and in Gatlinburg, there's the legend of the, the moon eyed children. So, you know, there's strange things out there. Do I think that this, the lizard man escape horse swamp is real? Probably not. I'm going to be on the doubtful side of this one just because like I've said, even if you look him up, there's not much evidence of him. There's reports of like bite marks on cars and everything. And it could be a bear. It could be a bear stumbling out of the woods and being like, man, I'm just, I don't want to bite something. I need something to eat. I'm hungry. I just need to bite stuff. It could be, or it could be a lizard man coming out of the swamp and chasing these people. I mean, people are still seeing them, but you know, who's to say, who's to say if it's real or not for me, for now, I think that the lizard man, while an interesting legend is probably not a real legend for that area, but that doesn't mean that there aren't lizard men out there. That doesn't mean that under our feet right now, there's not some Saurian plot to take over the surface world. It's out there, folks. Get crazy with it. Go look, investigate. We went down this rabbit hole tonight. Go down your own rabbit hole, go find one, but actually come back and go down that rabbit hole with me. Because it's more fun. Because you get to drink when I'm when I'm around. Uh, unless you're not supposed to drink, then don't do that. You know, anyways. That's all for tonight, boys and girls. That's this episode of the Paranormal Rabbit Hole. We've covered the Lizard Man of Scape or Swamp. Hope you enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed doing it. I enjoyed spending time with you. And thank you for being awesome listeners. We see you. We see the international listeners. And I'm excited. I'm so happy with that. Thank you to all my international listeners. Um, and I hope you all have a great night. Enjoy the paranormal. And thank you for going down this paranormal rabbit hole with me. Good night.